Thursday. Today is Thursday, July the 14th, 2022. Today's daily Bible readings come to us from Psalm 52, Amos 5, 10 through 17, Hebrews 5, 1 through 6, Psalm 15, and then Genesis 12, 10 through 20, ending with Hebrews again. I'm going to look at Amos 5, 10 through 17 and talk about the city gate and talk about justice and all that good stuff. Um, but I'm going to do it in conversation with somebody you may or may not have heard from, heard about or heard of. If you haven't, it's not surprising. It's okay. Um, although they are quite well known. Um, a guy named Khalil Gibran. And he wrote a book called The Prophet. Uh, I like to think that he would have been very familiar with first of all, the prophets, the biblical prophets anyway, but especially Amos and the passage that we're looking at today, especially if he's writing a book called The Prophet. He was a, Gibran was a poet and he was born in Lebanon, lived there most of his life, spent his later years, from what I understand, in the United States. Um, and a lot of his earlier stuff was written in uh, his native language. Um, and then he wrote in English when he got here, wrote, uh, apparently I think he wrote this book in English, so it wasn't, this one wasn't translated. Uh, but he was a Christian. Um, if you don't know anything about Lebanon, it's on the eastern part of the Mediterranean, kind of sits above the modern state of Israel. Um, you may have remember it from the Bible when you hear them talk about the cedars of Lebanon. It's that part of the country. Um, it's one of the Middle Eastern states that we talk about. It's been a big part of our history. Yeah. Uh, at least my whole life, uh, and so it's uh, it's an important place. He was a Christian once again from Lebanon, and he was what we call a Marcionite Christian, um, which is an interesting flavor of Christianity. Uh, they um, they're in a very very ancient. Uh, its roots go back to you know like the original church fathers, the apostles. Um, and, you know, they're, they're Christian, just like you and I. They, they recite the Nicene Creed, you know, pretty hardcore confession of faith for Christians. Um, you know, if your church doesn't agree with the Nicene Creed, you might have questions for them. So anyway, he wrote this book called The Prophet, and it's, it's sort of a parable um, about a, about a pro fictional prophet living in a fictional country who's getting ready to go back to his fictional home and as he's leaving uh, the people of the town apparently gather and ask him all these questions they want last minute information on how to live and so he does that uh, and there's a lot of kind of ethics and morality this section of it is called on crime and punishment because they say hey before you leave speak to us on crime and punishment and so the prophet does that uh, and it's like I said, this section from Amos, I have to believe that he, as he's writing this, he's probably very familiar with this, and his imagery is coming to his, into, their, into his mind. Because the section we have today, and you can read this for yourself, uh, Amos 5, 10 through 17, uh, it happens in the city gate. They hate, it says they hate, well, they're, God's going after the people who are supposed to be the judges who sit in the city gate. They hate the one who reproves in the gate. And they abhor the one who speaks the truth. And this is the idea of it. In the ancient world, the elders of the town would hang out in the city gate and give their judgments and give advice and things like that. Uh, you see this in the book of Ruth, where Boaz goes to the elders in the city gate uh, and talks to them about, you know, hey, what's going on? Even Lot, I think, um, if I remember, Lot, hang, he's one of the elders of the town of, you know, 
Sodom and Gomorrah Chamber of Council of uh, Commerce, I guess, so to speak, hangs out in the city gate and gives justice, gives judgments. Um, the problem is with that's Amos is explaining to us is that they're not doing a good job at it. They don't really care about justice. They hate the people who come and you know really call for justice, and they hate the people who. Um, speaks the truth because it just messes everything up and so God's not happy with them uh, and so this is the kind of image that we've got here that Gibran sets up here in this section of his book The Prophet this is about three or four pages so it's a little bit longer than I usually read to you but I think it's really good and really good to hear you know he's not talking specifically about Jesus um, but you can't help but hear Jesus behind these words I think and like I said, dude's a Christian, so it's got to influence his writing. Anyway, Khalil Gibran of Crime and Punishment. Then one of the judges of the city stood forth and said, Speak to us of crime and punishment. And he said, saying, answered, saying, It is when your spirit goes wandering upon the wind that you alone, and unguarded, commit a wrong unto others and therefore unto yourself. And for that wrong committed, you must knock and wait a while, unheeded at the gate of the blessed. Like the ocean is your God self, it remains forever undefiled. And like the ether it lifts but the winged, even like the sun is your God self, it knows not the ways of the mole, nor seeks it the holes of the serpent, but your God self dwells not alone in your being. Much in you is still man, and much in you is not yet man. But a shapeless pygmy that walks asleep in the mist, searching for its own awakening, and of the man in you would I now speak. For it is he, and not your godself, nor the pygmy in the mist, that knows crime and the punishment of crime. Oftentimes I have heard you speak of one who commits a wrong as though he were not one of you, but a stranger unto you and an intruder upon your world. But I say that even as the holy and the righteous cannot rise beyond the highest which is in each of you, so the wicked and the weak cannot fall lower than the lowest which is in you also. And as a single leaf turns not yellow, but with the silent knowledge of the whole tree, so the wrongdoer cannot do wrong without the hidden will of you all. Like a procession you walk together towards your God self. You are the way and the wayfarers, and when one of you falls down, he falls for those behind him, a caution against the stumbling stone. Aye, and he falls for those ahead of him, who, though faster and surer of foot, yet remove not the stumbling stone. And this also, through the word lie, though the word lie heavy upon your hearts, the murdered is not accountable for his own murder, and the robbed is not blameless in being robbed. The righteous is not innocent of the deeds of the wicked, and the white-handed is not clean in the doings of the felon. Yea, the guilty is oftentimes a victim of the injured. And still more often, the condemned is the burden-bearer for the guiltless and unblamed. You cannot separate the just from the unjust and the good from the wicked, for they stand together before the face of the sun, even as the black thread and the white are woven together." when the black thread breaks, the weaver shall look into the whole cloth, and he shall examine the loom also. If any of you would bring to judgment the unfaithful wife, let him also weigh the heart of her husband in scales, and measure his soul with measurements, and let him who would lash the offender look under the spirit of the offended, 
And if any of you would punish in the name of righteous and lay the axe unto the evil tree, let him see to its roots. And verily, he will find the roots of the good and the bad, the fruitful and the fruitless, all entwined together in the silent heart of the earth. And you judges who would be just, what judgment pronounce you upon him who, though honest in the flesh, is yet a thief in spirit? What penalty lay you upon him who slays in the flesh, yet is himself slain in the spirit? And how prosecute you who him who in action is a deceiver and an oppressor, yet who also is aggrieved and outraged? And how shall you punish those whose remorse is already greater than their misdeeds? Is not remorse the justice which is administered by that very law which you would fain serve? Yet you cannot lay remorse upon the innocent, nor lift it from the heart of the guilty. Unbidden shall it call in the night that men may wake and gaze upon themselves. And you who would understand justice, how shall you unless you look upon all deeds in the fullness of light? Only then shall you know that the erect and the fallen are but one man standing in twilight between the night of his pygmy, pygmy self and the day of his god self, and that the cornerstone of the temple is not higher than the lowest stone in its foundation. That's the DBR for today. Get out, enjoy the day, and we'll talk to you later.